All right, welcome to the Say This Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Colbert, the podcast where we give simple, tangible, conversational tools to deal with difficult people, behaviors, and situations. And the response, I got to tell you, has really been tremendous. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening and tuning in. It's been a real blessing. All right, well, let's jump right into today's episode. Today, we're talking about pettiness, all things petty, to all the petty labels out there, petty pendergrasses and petty whites. Uh, how do you deal with these folks? How to handle petty? So what is it? Now, we're talking about petty. It's really a new school term for doing something out of spite, and it's in the family of passive aggressiveness because it's indirect, and by indirect, we mean the inability to communicate with a person upfront, straightforward, in-your-face manner. It's doing a harmful, unnecessary action to get a reaction out of you, send you an indirect message for some perceived wrongdoing they feel you've done against them. Right. And in the worst case scenarios, pettiness uh, of pettiness, they harm themselves in the process of being spiteful. Most common phrase to illustrate this is cutting my nose to spite my face. If you've heard that term, that's really another way of putting being petty and in a detrimental way. So a needless self-serving harmful action to solve a problem. And a really an important characteristic of pettiness is the other person has feels that you've done them wrong in some kind of way. Pettiness does, just doesn't come out of thin air. It's a reactionary behavior. It's, that's an important distinction because if it does not have that element, it's not in the petty group. It can be passive-aggressive still. It can be a bulldozing behavior, manipulation, or immaturity, but pettiness needs to have some reactionary, spiteful element to it. So now that we're clear on that, uh, let's talk about some things that we can do. Now, what usually happens when your pettiness is thrown your way, it causes a negative reaction out of you, negative emotional reaction. Well, if it's true pettiness, that's exactly the reaction that the other person wants you to have. So let's do something different. What can we do? What are some other options? Now, I can hear somebody right now. What should we do? We should throw some pettiness back at them, some shade, a clap back, right? Now, let me tell you what spite or pettiness does. Pettiness attracts more pettiness. It creates a downward spiral, a never-ending back and forth of retaliation, and lays the foundation for a toxic relationship that creates, or, uh, that creates an environment where productive conversation can't be achieved. And it demonstrates that you can't solve conflict or disagreements in a civil way. And quite frankly, it's really a mature way of handling conflict. Okay. So what we need to do is get into the mind frame of being more of a detective, an investigator, when you see pettiness. An action has happened to you that doesn't make sense. You don't understand why. So let's figure it out. What happened? How can we prevent it from continuing to happen? If you care. Now, that's the real question. Because you might be saying, Brandon, we don't even have to go there. I know exactly why they're doing that. They're mad because they didn't get their way on something, and now they have resorted to these childish antics. Well, the question for you is, do I care about the relationship? Is this a relationship that I want to be in good standing? Does pettiness affect me to a level where it's having a negative impact, that having a conversation to, to get a solution would provide substantial benefit? If the answers to all those questions are no, well, then you have an option of ignore, forget it, and move on. It's really available to you. But if the answer is yes, you want to take some action. 
Now remember, one of the characteristics of pettiness is that it's a retaliation for something. So the question should be, you should be asking is, what could they be retaliating for? Now this gets a whole lot easier if you know the answer to that question. Because if it's legitimate, you did them wrong, it's your fault, you can address it, own it, apologize, and move forward without this going down this downward spiral, right? Now, what if you know the why they are retaliating, they're being petty, but it's not legitimate? Like you don't agree with it, they really shouldn't be mad about it. An example might be if somebody asks you to lie for them, right? Or cover something up, cover for them in some kind of uh, negative way that could really harm you. Now they're doing petty things because you didn't do it and they perceive you to be disloyal. Well, you have to address that as well. And finally, maybe you've thought, hmm, I'm racking my brain. I just don't know, but I know this behavior is petty. What do I do then? Well, some introspective questions for you is, why does this petty action affect me so much? Why is it affecting me? What really bothers me specifically? You really want to get specific. Because you got to be clear on that answer before you have any conversation because you're going to have to explain that to the other person. Now, in all these situations, they're all going to end up in a conversation, so you can't get away from it. So we're going to talk about some things, some ways you to steer that conversation so you can have a better outcome. All right, so let's talk about the first situation, right? You're in the wrong. You've got some pettiness being levied at you. The best thing you can really do is go to that person and apologize for what you see as a probable cause for the pettiness, right? Now, even if you're wrong, it's good to show that you can be a bigger person, and if you've made mistakes, you'll come to them and apologize. It's setting the foundation that, hey, I recognize things, and I can come to you and talk to you, right? And so hopefully that opens up the gateway so you'll be able to say, hey, I noticed our relationship. This might not be on solid footing, or I know, hey, there seems to be some tension. You can use all of those words, and I just wanted to come and address it because I care about the relationship. Usually this can be a crack in the doorway where the other person says, you know, because that's a lot of times all they're really looking for is you to see a wrong, own it, admit it, so we can just move on, right? But when you act like it doesn't exist, that can further drive home the detention. So, and after apologizing, you want to say, hey, because I've noticed some things that our relationship has changed. And sometimes you can actually call out the behaviors that you've seen that you perceive as petty and ask them, was that the reason why this is being done? Or is that the reason why this is being done? Because I think it's having a negative effect on our relationship. So opening up that doorway and then to say, hey, if I do something or I see that you do something that doesn't sit right with me, I'm hoping that we can come together and talk about it, right? So in that situation, best policy, when you know you are in the wrong and you're seeing this behavior, go to them, apologize, move on, move forward, have the conversation. Don't be afraid of it, right? Now in the second one, it's a little bit more difficult because they feel like you've done wrong, and you feel like, hey, no, I haven't, that was the right decision, you still want to be able to come together and talk about it and say, hey, how can we improve this relationship? Because I see some things being done, 
you know, and I can tell there's some tension, right? I don't know if I always specifically call out the behavior. Just see if you can get there, first of all. Hey, I've noticed our relationship has changed, or I've noticed that it's not quite on good terms. Are you noticing the same thing? Now, don't be uh, fearful of a denial. No, we're cool. We're cool. It's good. They just might not be ready to talk yet. And that sometimes is the case. You've got you've to understand that. So if not, then if you want to press the issue a little bit, you can say, hey, well, that situation that caused some tension, like when you asked me to cover for you and I didn't, you know, those things are going to happen sometimes. But I hope that doesn't mean that we cannot still have a good working relationship. Or if you're good friends, like, let's not make this you know, we've been friends five, six years, or we've been together through all the good times. We're going to have some different disagreement on things. We're different people. But I don't want that to cause a long-term riff. How, how can we get over it? Like, or I wouldn't use the term get over it. I would say, hey, how can we work through this? That's a better term. And if that is the case, be prepared for, they may say, well, I just need some time. And if that's the case, you got to give them some time. But you're really, what you're trying to do here is show, hey, I want to work through this. And I think we can communicate rather than doing negative, harmful actions that we've been doing. I think there's a better way. So you want to open up that door, open up that gateway. And third, if you just don't have a clue, you just say, hey, Brandon, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what I've done. But all I know is there's some pettiness being levied at me viciously. What in the world is going on? If that's the case, you still got to go to them and say, hey, I'm noticing some things. That's when you really call out the behavior. Call out the patterns. This is what, this is the words I use. I say, hey, I've noticed some things that have been happening between us. Hey, I've noticed that, you know, you've been coming, you're arriving late, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Or I've noticed that, hey, when I wave hi to you, you kind of turn around and walk the other way. Is there something going on that I'm not aware of that I should be? And listen, a lot of people, the, the apology thing, I say, because listen, if I've done you wrong, I want to know why so I can apologize and move forward, right? Like something about these apologies really hurt me. I can't give up nothing. Like I can't apologize for anything. I don't care what it is. Like I'm just telling you straight up, if you are wrong, I'm not telling you to apologize for things that are not, you didn't do just to move on and get out the way. But that needs to be in your toolbox. An apology, and I'm sorry, oftentimes will move things forward. Okay? So that being the case, jumping back into it, if you run into that part, you just don't have a clue, you really do want to ask. I've seen these things. I'm noticing things. Our relationship is different. What? What's happened that I should be aware of or what can we do or have I offended you some kind of way? Like, again, you're going back into that mindset of being an investigator, right? Detective. I got to figure out what's going on because I know there's something here and I care about the relationship. So I, I wanted to get back to its place that it was if, if it's possible, right? So all those things you've got to, you can do in those situations when you're seeing this kind of like pettiness. Now, if you're still under the guideline, Brandon, like there's nothing that's been done. There's no, I didn't have to, they are just a petty person in general. Like that's just what they do with everything. 
Now, I think that's going to flow more into the passive-aggressive situation. You really do want to come to them and tell them how it's affecting you. And, hey, can we give them some other tools? Give them suggestion that maybe we can communicate about this. Or ask them why. Again, this is the investigative stuff. Hey, when you did that, what was the purpose? I didn't understand. Or when this was happening or when we made those decisions, like, can you fill me in, help me understand? That's the best case, as opposed to telling them, hey, you're wrong, stop. You want to get a better understanding. So now before we close, there's some key things that's going to help you in those conversations. One, you want to listen to understand and not respond. If you have a genuine desire to fix the problem, you want to gain their perspective on the situation. And in many cases, all people need to move on from something is to feel like they've been heard and listened to. So keep that in mind in the conversation. Listen to understand. Two, get over your pride. If you've done them wrong, apologize, tell them so. It doesn't make you less of a person or you lose some kind of magical powers you had before the apology. We all make mistakes. We're human. And it's okay to admit wrong, doing, uh, own it, and move on. People respect that a whole lot more than excuses, cover-up, and poor behavior. Three, do not cast judgment on the other person because of the petty behavior. Some people just do not have the tools to communicate in a mature, professional manner, and they see pettiness as an avenue to achieve the goal, the intended desire. So don't cast judgment. And then keep your emotions in check. There are a few things that derail productive, effective, logical conversation than high emotions. Okay. Now, what if it's you? You are the one being petty or have the urge or desire to go on a petty streak. First question you want to ask yourself, why are you feeling that way? And what do you hope to accomplish by spitefulness or pettiness behavior? Almost 100% of the time, there's a better way of accomplishing your goal that is more effective and actually solves the problem long term, right? Now, pettiness, I'm not going to lie, will make you feel good for a moment, but... The long, in the long run, it's going to do more damage, okay? Now, often I get this, uh, Brandon, you just don't understand. This is a terrible person. This, there's no reasoning behind it. These folks just don't listen, and on and on and on. I just want you to take a deep breath. Relax. These people only have the power to affect you if you give it to them. The only way they have the key is if you give it to them. So there needs to be a change of mindset. The person isn't the problem. It's their behavior that's causing a problem. So let's deal with that. And let's stop this downward cycle of pettiness and spiteful behavior. It's not going to get us anywhere. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode on pettiness on the Say This Podcast. Listen, send me your questions and feedback, questions at saythispodcast.org. Remember, this is your podcast. If there's any communication dilemmas, problems, how do I get through to someone, we're going to cover it all. This is my passion, and if I can just help one person, it's all worth it. In next week's episode, we're going to be talking about grudges, what to do when someone's holding a grudge, they can't let something go, it's making an awkward situation. I'm going to tell you what to say. want to thank everyone for listening. This is a Brandon Colbert communication production, musical theme and compilation produced by Trizzy Trey, a Trizzy Trey production. Say This Podcast is sponsored by DC Entertainment, all things comedy, and we'll see you next time. 
Say this podcast. 